Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best program for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day. That's why since July 2021, we've had a new podcast episode every day because we want to give you something to listen to every day. Most of these daily episodes are short, maybe only 10 minutes, although a few are much longer, especially the ones where we speak with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English. Some are in a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few, we only speak in Spanish. We also have the occasional throwback episode, where we play a previously recorded Instagram Live. Sometimes we give tips on how to improve your English, while other times we talk about a wide variety of topics. I hope you enjoy the podcast, and check out keeptalking.co to sign up for a free trial interaction with Keep Talking and to learn more about our memberships. And hey, if you've been listening to Keep Talking Podcast for a while and you like our content, please share our podcast with a friend who you know would like it too. Thanks in advance, and now on to the show. What's up, talkers? How are we doing today? Okay, today we're going to be going over some irregular verbs in English. Unos verbos irregulares en inglés. And this is going to be one of the episodes where I do a little bit of Spanish as well, uh, just to make sure that you're that you're understanding everything clearly. Um, so a pretty basic episode. I'm actually splitting it up into two episodes. There's going to be part one and part two. So I'm going to be going over 13 irregular verbs in each one. And I decided to do it this way because I wanted to get one for each letter of the alphabet. So A through Z, right? So in this episode, part one, it's going to be irregular verbs uh, A through M. And then in the next episode, part two, it will be irregular verbs N through Z. Now, of course, there are a lot of them. Muchos, muchos, muchos verbos irregulares en cualquier idioma. Idioma, ¿verdad? Pero inglés especialmente también. Um, so, um, this definitely does not cover all of them. There are some letters that have way more irregular verbs than other letters too, but just for fun, I wanted to do one for each letter. Now, I'm going to have two links in the show notes. One of them is going to be... Uh, what is it here? It's a it's a list basically that explains in Spanish. Um, let me click on it here just to make sure I have the right one. It's a list lista de verbos irregulares más comunes en el idioma inglés, and it has the verb in English in the presente, pasado, participio, and el significado in español. So you can check that out if you like. The other link I'm going to have is to it's called. Linguasorb, linguasorb.com, linguasorb.com, English verbs, and that's just a list you can find all sorts of verbs with like literally every letter. So this would be one if you want to get really like really into some boring verb study, go to this website. But anyway, here we go. Let's go through this list of A through M of some irregular verbs. Okay, so the first one I've got with A is awaken, awaken. Now, this is not a super common verb, right? There aren't a lot of A irregular verbs, but awaken. Okay, so to say awaken, like I need to go awaken my brother. We would typically use wake up actually, but the verb itself, awaken, is you can use to say despertarle a uno, or it can basically be used to say despertarse, right? Like I woke up or I, I, well, you wouldn't really say I, you can, you can say I awoke. I awoke this morning at 7.30. Now, this is in the past tense, right? So, in the present, it's awaken, awaken, and in the past, it's awoke, it's awoke. I awoke or I woke up at 
seven o'clock in the morning. Well, actually, as you know, if you follow Keep Talking, I probably woke up at 3.30 in the morning because I wake up at 3.30 very early. But so we have the verb awaken, awaken. Now, actually in the past, I mean, you can do it. You can say awakened or awoke. I don't think either one is particularly incorrect or correct. I don't, I'm not sure I'd have to go to the English language dictionary, uh, you know, the official school of, um, of English language to figure out if one of them is more correct than the other, but I've definitely heard both. Like he was awakened or um, she awoke him, etc., etc. Um, so awaken is the A verb. And like I said, don't worry too much about that one. It's not super common. This next one is very common. Buy. B-U-Y. Comprar. ¿Verdad? Okay. So, buy. Now, it's a tricky one because in the past tense, it's bought. I bought. I bought something. I bought food this morning. I bought uh, some oatmeal, some eggs, some bananas, etc. Compré is I bought. I bought. What are you going to buy at the store? I'm going to buy this. That's the present tense, of course. The past we have bought. Present we have buy. In the participle, um, yeah, we have have bought. Have you bought anything good to eat today? Yes, I bought eggs, oatmeal, and bananas. I don't know if that counts as good. You know, it's kind of boring stuff. But anyway, next one is cost. To cost. Now, this is an interesting irregular verb, costar. And we only use it in the sense of... Mm, typically just in the sense of money like we don't usually say like me cuesta mucho trabajo like it costs me a lot of work no 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 no, no we don't say that in english um we t this can be used for some other things but typically cost just means like cuánto cuesta algo de valor de dólares etc how much does it cost now the interesting thing with cost is in the past it's the same right so we'll ask someone how much did that cost and I'll say, oh, it costs $10. It's not costed, okay? It's just cost. C-O-S-T in the present, C-O-S-T in the past. So pretty simple, but irregular, right? For D, we've got do. Now, I'm sure many of you are familiar with do, but in the past, of course, it's did. What did you do today? Or, you know, I did that, he did that, she did that. And then, of course, we have the word done, which is a very common word we'll use to say, you know, yeah, I'm done. Yo ya terminé. Yeah, I'm done. You can also use it in the participle to say, what have you done today? Um, yeah. And you can say, I've done a lot of cool things today, or I've done a lot of productive things today. D-O-N-E. Next one is eat. Eat. And in the past, of course, it's ate. So in the present, we have eat right uh, and it's e-a-t in the past it's eight a-t-e i ate some oatmeal and a protein shake for breakfast now interestingly enough when we ask que comiste we say what did you eat that's where english of course gets tricky and i don't have time to go into all of the little grammar details but que comiste is what did you eat and then we say i ate etc etc i ate oatmeal and a protein shake Maybe we would say, I drank a protein shake, but you get my point here. And then in the participle, it's eaten. Eaten. What have you eaten? That is the participle, right? Un punto importante aquí. And I'll explain my point in English, but sometimes I honestly get confused about the meaning of like par participle, participio. Okay, so 
Yeah, okay, that's participle. But my point with this is to be a good speaker of other languages, which I do consider myself a good speaker of other languages since I speak four or five pretty fluently, you don't have to know all of like the fancy grammar words used like participle, participio, subjuntivo, gerund, gerundio, and all that stuff. Like I barely know what those words mean. Um, I mean, it can be useful, but like literally when I'm studying a language, when I was learning Spanish, I don't even learn what the words gerund and participle, gerundio, participio mean. I just learn how things are said. You know what I mean? Like I do learn the rule. I learn the way that it's said, you know, like to give you an example. Yeah, I learned that, um, que has comido, like I learned that what have you eaten is que has comido, right? Uh, but I don't, I don't necessarily learn, that, oh yeah, that's the participle. Or, you know, um, for example, like the gerund, right? Like, um, I enjoy traveling. A mí me gusta viajar. Actually, no, the gerund, see, this is where I get confused. I'm confusing myself right now. The gerund, let's see, so with the gerund, this <laughs> is entertaining. Sean learning how to learn languages again during the podcast. The gerund derived from a verb of functions as a noun. Yeah, yeah, so that's what it would be. It would be, I love, I enjoy traveling. That's the gerund because it's essentially kind of a noun, but we have it sound like a verb, traveling. So, a mí me gusta viajar. Así se dice en español. Um, I enjoy traveling or I enjoy eating spaghetti. No sé. A mí me gusta comer spaghetti. Sí. So, I, I mean, I don't even really understand all of these words like gerund and participle and blah, 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 blah. And I don't think you necessarily need to be an expert in what do all those terms mean to learn a language. You do have to understand how they work, but you don't need to learn those exact words, if that makes sense. I hope it makes sense. It probably doesn't make sense. All right, anyway, back to the topic. So here we go. We are on F, which is find. Find And of course, in the past, it's found, F-O-U-N-D, encontrar, to find. Um, I'm trying to find my wallet. Estoy tratando de encontrar mi cartera, ¿sí? Um, did you find your wallet? Yes, I found my wallet in the past tense. Um, or if it's the participle, it's I have found or I have not found my wallet. For G, we have go, go, ooh, tough one here. And in the past, I'm sure you've heard it's went went and in the participle it's have gone have gone have gone um have you gone to the store yet today yes i have gone to the store yet uh, yet yes i have gone to the store today already i went to the store one hour ago so that's g for go 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 here all right next one is have have and this is of course tener and in the past it's had had um yeah, um, do you have a girlfriend? No, I don't have a girlfriend right now, but I had a girlfriend one year ago. Okay, that's a, you know, stupid example, but I'm sure you're all familiar with have. Next one that I put for I, this is one there's not that many irregulars with, but I put identify, identify. And it's not super irregular, but what I wanted to point out is the Y to ED. So identify is spelled I-D-E-N-T-I-F-Y, I-D-E-N-T-I-F-Y. And the Y, la Y, turns into an I-E-D at the end. So when we say identified in the past, it's I-D-E-N-T-I-F-I-E-D, identified. So that Y turns into an I. And there are many other verbs like this. The next one we have is jam. Jam. Now, this is kind of a tricky verb. Es un verbo un poco, bueno, no, que a lo mejor no hayas escuchado. 
um, in inglés. To jam means like to, to really like stick something in there, like meter algo con fuerza, right? Like, um, yeah, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to, to jam this microphone, the, the USB cord into the computer because it doesn't go in. It doesn't go in. No se mete. Estoy metiéndolo con fuerza. Jam it, jam it in there. I'm trying to jam it in there. Okay. Um, now, the interesting thing, the way, the reason this is slightly irregular in the past is because jammed is J-A-M-M-E-D. Say, hay dos M's. There are two M's in the past tense. So in the present, it's jam, J-A-M. Uh, and then in the past, it is J-A-M-M-E-D. I jammed. And the interesting thing about jam is that it also means like mermelada. <laughs> so like peanut butter and jam. Crema de maní y mermelada. Um, and to get into a jam means like tener como un enredo o un algo así, algún problema. Yeah, I got in a jam. Um, we also say a traffic jam, like things are really, como que hay mucho tráfico, things are jammed up. I think you're kind of understanding the meaning, but the word jam is a verb and a noun, y no es tan fácil, but now you know. Okay, for K we have keep, keep, K-E-E-P. Mantener, guardar, or, you know, a couple different ways to say keep, right? Sostener, no sé qué. Uh, now, in the past tense, it's kept. K-E-P-T. So it's kind of like sleep and slept, if you've ever heard that. It's not sleeped. It's not keeped. It's kept. Kept. K-E-P-T. Um, yeah, I kept these microphones because I knew I would record a lot of podcasts. Or, yeah, I kept talking because our program is known as Keep Talking. Get it? All right. Sign up today. All right. Um, next one is let for the L. And that's, of course, like dejar or permitir, etc. The interesting thing about let is that in the past, it's the same thing. It's just let, L-E-T. It's similar to cost, if you remember that one. Uh, how much did it cost? It cost $3. It's not costed. And the same thing with let. Uh, in the past tense, it's, yeah, I let him spend the night here. No say, right? Um, or, yeah, I let I let him borrow my car for two days, right? The same thing in the past. To let in the present and to let in the past. And then the last one we have on the list is make. Make. To make. And, of course, in the past, it's made made, M-A-D-E, as opposed to M-A-K-E in the present. And the verb make, of course, just means like hacer, even though hacer is complicado because it can sometimes be do and sometimes be make. And I've talked about this in other episodes, but that's a whole 20-minute conversation. So there you go. Those are the 13 verbs that I have that I wanted to share A through M on the irregular verbs in English. Part two will be doing N through Z, and you can check out the links in the show notes if you want to get a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a muchos verbos, a lot of verbs. All right, talkers, thank you, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best program for you to reach an advanced level of English. Go to keeptalking.co to sign up for your free trial if you haven't already. And remember to share this podcast with a friend who you think would like it as well. Heck, don't just share it with one friend. Share it all over social media.